Uh, right on. So uh, I, I want to thank you for having me down. I want to welcome the newcomers and congratulate the birthday people. Um, I just uh, had a birthday, uh, October 18th. I'm sober in October. Um, I, uh, I turned 28 years sober on the 18th. Um, when, I was, when I was new, when I was a few months old, I was actually doing 10 minutes for this main speaker. So we've, uh, we've known each other a long time. And, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a drunk. I come from a long history of drunks. My mother's from Ireland. You know, her, her father proposed to her mother with a handgun. You know, and, uh, you know, I think she'd been seeing another guy and he goes, I got three bullets, one for him, one for you and one for me. And she said, well, he was shot down over the channel, so I'll marry you. And that's the, that's, that's the, the, the pool on her side of the family. My mother is on her fourth marriage. She keeps gin under the, uh, under the bathroom sink. My father was an alcoholic, narcissist, uh, he once told me when I was 14, don't have kids. They ruin everything. <laughs> uh, nice. What's amazing is, is that that kind of stuff was coming at me with a fire hose. So it wasn't until AA that I realized that's not a cool thing to say to your kid. Uh, but that's not, but you know, you know listen, my, the sins of my parents are not why I'm an alcoholic. I'm an alcoholic mostly because I love the effect of alcohol. And when I drink it, uh, and I, it, it does what it does for me, I lose the ability to choose whether I'm going to continue drinking it or not. Um, and when it says, it says uh, maybe science will one day come up with a pill that will make it so that we can either drink with impunity or not want to drink. Yeah, that's great and everything, except what are you going to do about the fact that I want to kill myself? What do you think, what are you going to do about the fact that I, the lights are too bright, that, that I, don't, I don't function well in social situations? that I want to cut my, that I lie to everybody, that I cheat, that I steal. What are you going to do about that? So apparently the alcohol is a remedy for my real problem. And what's cool is, is that I've spent 13 years out there. I actually went to high school in Laguna Beach. I live in Los Angeles now, but it was really a treat to bring Keith down and show him. We had dinner in a place that used to be old Swenson's that they used to sell cocaine out the back back in the 80s. And uh, it was just, it's just great fun. I, I, in, in the early 80s, in 1982, alcohol started working for me. The planets lined up. I became taller, my zits fell off. I, 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 I was a freshman in college and I went up to a senior and I hit on her and I said, my mom wants to know if you'll babysit. <laughs> and, and we, you know, alcohol works so well, we started to hang out together, you know. It was cool. I had a nice synchronicity tonight because her name was Stacy. Uh, Keith and I went to a gelato place to grab some uh, coffee, and uh, we started talking to somebody. And she said, "Oh, well, you know, my mother is a whatever. She knows your work or something." And uh, I said, "What's your mother's name?" She said, "Stacy." And I was like, "It's kind of cool." I believe in synchronicities. I, I believe in angels speak. You know, uh, my my father was in show business, uh, and he was in rock and roll in the '60s. So uh, you know. I was I, I was always sucking the peach from the sangria. Uh, I, there was always somebody doing blow and smoking weed in our house. It was just the way it was. I used to fall asleep. My dad was in the music industry, so I'd fall asleep with my head on the pillow and the kick drum. The smell of uh, guitar cases and electrical cords. It's that's my childhood. But my parents split up, and it was just a you know it was a wreck. And so by the time I was in my twenties, I was. 
I was alone. I was lying, cheating, living in New York. My mother would come and knock on the door in my apartment and I'd pretend I wasn't there because I didn't want her to see the way I was living. By the time I got fired from my first really big, well-paying job, I just shut myself into a room and uh, I didn't know what to do. The lights weren't flashing outside the window and there were days going by. A year of that nonsense, you know, I, I'd wake up, I'd drink Captain Morgan because I thought I was a pirate. <laughs> you know, I'd smoke a joint, do four grams of mushrooms. I'd sit in my papa's on chair and I'd play video games. And, you know, the year just went by until finally somebody, somebody from my past that I knew from college said, I'm coming to town, you know, you want to have lunch? And I, I wasn't seeing anybody. And uh, she, I, I, you know, frantically cleaned the place so it looked somewhat presentable, you know? And uh, she opened the door and her, her face sank and I, you could, but I just wanted to, just wanted that human contact. And when she left, I, I just started to wander the streets of New York. And I, uh, I went, to, I went to my old place of business and I it was talking about synchronicities, a cab pulled up and somebody I used to work with uh, jumped out and recognized me. She was in Al-Anon. She took me upstairs to her dressing room. And, um, she said, I think you need to try Alcoholics Anonymous. And again, like I said to you before, I said, this is a mistake because alcohol is the only solution I've ever found. Take away alcohol and you're left with just, now I can't, I can't live on life's terms. And, uh, but I went, shared constantly. Sometimes I'd want to share twice in a meeting. You know? <laughs> didn't crack a big book, didn't get a sponsor. I got a 90 day chip, pronounced myself cured and moved to Los Angeles. You know, I went to Harvard Street and I went to Ohio and I went to, not Ohio, sorry, um, 26 and Broadway and I went to Dickens and I just looked around. And I'm like, you know what? I got this. I don't need to, I don't need to go to AA anymore. I'm just going to not drink. Uh, I don't know if anybody's tried that before, but what I did was I managed to play Tetris for a year uh, until you know, I met a girl and the wheels fell off. You know, the, 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 the spring was too tight. I just, I needed a drink and I was uh, in uh, Irvine, I was at a wedding and the champagne went around and I grabbed it and I just, I, there was no second thought. There was no, hey, maybe I should call somebody. It was just, I just took it down. She was with me and she said, I thought you don't drink. I said, I can drink a little bit. Just have to be careful. <laughs> Making up the rules as I'm going. <clears throat> Long story short, about a year later, you know, she was calling me emotionally abusive and she said she wanted me out of the, out of the house. And uh, I was like, how would you write yourself out of the story with a lead character? <laughs> and I remember pleading with her and saying, but I love you. She said, what's my middle name? I was like, yeah, touche. Because there's nobody else. I'm, I'm, I am the great I am. I'm all I think about. I'm all I think about. Well, that was 28 years ago. And, you know, I got a sponsor and did the steps. And, you know, in this day, if I'm not doing the 11th, um, the 10th, 11th, and 12th, then I can be in trouble because I get away with murder. I can, uh, I can get away with a lot of stuff. You know, the, the outside, what ends up happening is we, if we practice these principles in all our affairs, the outside stuff gets good. People want to be around us. There's a light in our eyes and there's possibility. And we get, we do what we said we were going to do when we said we were going to do it. You know, we, we give you a dime's worth of work for a nickel's worth of pay. People want to be a part of that. My problem is, is I get caught up in that. And I think, look at what I'm doing. Well, this is great. Suddenly the showbiz God takes over. And what ends up happening is I create pain for myself in sobriety. You know, I end up, I end up not doing the things that got me here. You know, Clancy, 
one of the reasons why I'm wearing a tie to a meeting. I remember I was at a, I was at a Claire Foundation when I, when I was doing a panel once and somebody said, I have a question. Will wearing a tie keep me sober? <laughs> one of the very few times I was ever clever on cue, I said, it will if it's, you tie it tightly enough. <laughs> so good luck with that. Um, but Clancy said one time, I was at an international convention in Minneapolis, and he said, I'm not here because I'm grateful, I'm grateful because I'm here. And what I take that to mean is as long as I keep smart feet, as long as I know what to do, as long as I take the actions, the feelings follow. My whole life I was always waiting for these feelings. I have to act on my feelings. The problem is my feelings are like a lava lamp. I never know what my feelings are gonna do. I wake up today, I might, who knows? By the coffee maker, I might wanna say something crummy to my wife. If I, if, I, if I follow that, then those feelings are gonna generate more feelings and I'm gonna be cleaning up wreckage. The cool thing about having a sponsor and doing the steps and turning my life over to the care of God, as I understand him, is that more than likely I'm going to act better than I feel. I'm just trained that way. Um, and I have commitments at all my meetings because I'm always coming up with reasons to not come to AA, you know? And uh, it, again, it's like, if you take the action, the feelings follow. My feelings lately have been a little all over the place because I, my youngest baby just turned 18. You know, I have a 21 year old now. Jocelyn and I are really looking at the fact that our children are, are all grown, you know, and that's been something, you know, when you, I, ch I challenge you, if you water a plant for a few days in a row, you're gonna grow a lot of fondness for that plant. Same goes for sponsees. You take care of people, you, these people mean something. You take care of a meeting, it means something to you. If you're making the coffee, that's a special meeting to you. And I'm having a hard time letting go of those kids. The one thing I'm not letting go of is my connection to God. You know, I wake up in the morning, I pray, I read four spiritual books in the morning before, uh, before I start my day. And I realize that God, God comes to me when I seek him. You know, it's not like I wake up and God drags me around. It's like God, God's there when I, when I ask him to, to, to take care of me. Anyway, um, I'm really looking forward to hearing this one because uh, when I was new, uh, this was one of the guys who made me laugh from a different place that I, than I ever remember laughing. And, um, my name is Patrick from LA and I'm looking forward to hearing Keith.